got an annoying one for you this week because we talk about what it's like to be at a water park. Why your mom made you wax your back. Yeah, the more I think about it, I just really drum up a lot of trauma on this podcast. That's Not this episode, just in, ge- in general. We listen to some voicemails. We read an email or two. Um... And we talk yeah. about my time in New York, but it's not real because I haven't gone yet. And let me tell you, there might be five tickets left for our sloppy show. It's going to sell out. So if you want to come, Sultan Room, September 22nd. It's a Friday. We're doing Sloppy Seconds Live with Cola Scola, baby. Hit the sleigh button, faggot. Goodbye. Goodbye. M. Oh. When first choice is a bingo bus You turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, diva Our number is 213 Ah, 536 Ooh, 5-1 Whoa 213-536-9180 Ah-ha Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and That's Big Dipper Hello, good morning How are Wait, you? Wait, did I forget something? How you fucks? Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, how are you? I'm good. You know, been up since six a.m. just being a business lady. So, do you like sending emails? Is that your dish? No, I fucking hate it. I hate the whole the rigmarole of being like having to start every email with "Hi, how are you?" or like something, <laughs> and then you get into like what you need, and then it's like best wish or like. And thanks, blah, 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 blah. Like, I hate all of it. I hate yeah. the having to say, like, thank you for your patience instead of uh, sorry for the delay. You know, like, stupid well, shit like baby, that. Well, baby, you know every single one of my emails is, hey, sorry for the delay. <laughs> oh, no, don't. You're not supposed to apologize. You're just supposed to be like, you were patient. Thank you for your patience. Well, girl, what about me not getting back to people for five or seven days? Listen, if it's bad, then they have to send the circling back email. There's a whole email culture. And it's so stupid. I would rather just treat emails like text messages. No, can't do it. And the Gmail suite has picked up on that because they will try to finish your sentences any chance they can. And you know what's wild is I don't know how to make it. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes I'm like, oh, great. And I want to hit like, but I don't know what button to hit that makes it. Finish Space it. Spacebar. Like how many times? Or maybe the, the arrow to the right? It's probably Googleable. Let's talk about Google. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you wanted to say? No, I'm just kidding. Um, how are you doing? I'm at my wit's end, baby. Well, you're yeah. Well, you just stressed out about the future. The future has a lot to yeah, you've it. yeah, yeah. You're gonna be working. Someone hard. just died at my age. <laughs> Someone just died. Who? <laughs> Death is all around us. I know. That's why you just got to be like me. You got to be ready. And you know when it ready comes, all you see is black, and, and then, then it's then over. You just float away, like gravity, like Sandra Bullock and gravity. You just float. Uh, if okay, if you were trapped in space like that, would you try to come back, or I would just be out there and just go and just open my helmet in space to die to die? Yeah. How would you come back? Well, she did it. Swim. I never saw the film. Oh yeah, there was a lot that happened <laughs> in the film. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It wasn't just her floating the whole time. It kind of was, but then she like gets back somehow. <laughs> She floats through space. There's one part where I'd be like, this cunt would be dead. Was There was like an asteroid shower, and she like managed to kind of like matrix her way around all of these things flying at her. Yeah, it's so I'm trying to remember if that movie had sound. Because like, isn't space a vacuum, so there is no sound? Well, it definitely had sound, the film. But I think a lot of the sound design... We're just, like, hypothesizing about what's in a movie. Yeah, but it's a Sandra Bullock movie, so you can sit here and hypothesize about her all we day We could talk long. for hours. Uh, two weeks proposal. What's it called? Oh, no. 
Well, now, what's the one that's weird where she meets a man who's in a coma and then pretends to be his wife? That is the movie while you were sleeping. Okay. Peter Gallagher, Bill Pullman, Sandra Bullock. Slay, Honey, slay, I slay. just rewatched it. Oh, and is it as creepy as it seems? It's a little creepy, but they do. This is what they do. This is what they do. The whole conceit of the film is she's a pretty, charming young woman who people make assumptions about, and her her crime is like a lie of omission. Like she just sort of they go like you you're the fiance right, and she goes huh, and then they just like bring her into the room and they're like she's getting married to him, and they're like how is that? Mm. Like she doesn't actually fabricate any of the lies. Okay, that's good then. So she just goes along with it. I don't know. You remember when t- there was that time when Taylor Swift moved to New York and then she would go to the gym and Welcome emerge, to New York. And she would emerge fully clothed. From the gym? Yeah, there was like this whole series of photos of her like going in and out of the gym, but she would be like in glam. No, I don't remember that. I do remember there being a period of time where there was a ton. Of, like, she moved to New York. She wrote a song about it. And then there was just tons of photos of her walking around New York City. And I just don't. It doesn't. Do so she is dating Carly Kloss? No, I think they broke up and aren't friends anymore. Come on, lesbianas. I don't know if she's a full lesbian. Everyone keeps saying it. But I'm like, if she was by now, she'd say it, right? Or would she lose her, like fan base i don't know i also don't know that anyone's full anything these days you know no one is anymore everyone's up to something (laughs) new different or interesting you know what i mean not us we're just same old same old gay fags (laughs) we're just in the words of uh macy rodman we're just gay guys i think they're just two gay gay guys? guys who talk on a microphone those gay guys? Speaking of Macy Rodman, I'm about to go to New York. Well, okay, I just got back from New York. Uh, Can I hypothesize what's going to happen while I'm Yeah, here? why don't you hypothesize? So, you know, I asked my good friend, Rene, to buy me some mushrooms because I'm not going to drink and I'm not going to smoke while I'm there because smoking makes me too sleepy and I'm only there for like 48 hours. Um, and I thought she was going to get me mushroom chocolates. Like what we've all, like what? You know, she bought me just straight up shroom shrooms. Get a chaser. A chaser? Why? I thought you just swallowed it whole. No, I think you You have have to chew chew them to release the salibacin. You ever pronounce it? You ever pronounce it like that? Salicybin. Salibacin. So yeah, I saw Factasia Wicked starring Charlene, and it was incredible. I performed at Bushwig on Saturday night, and I it had two incredible. incredible. It was incredible. I had Miss Mamshi up on stage with me. We were we were slagging the game. Uh, and then my flight home, you know, not as not, not enough room. I got a window seat, but I hated it. And uh, the person next to me was annoying. And uh, that was my trip. That sounds about right. I I'm going to come you... back and do a check-in, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it's going to go. <laughs> I love that. And there's a possibility that Bushwick might get, like, it might be raining. All of Bushwick. I heard the weather is so wild in New York right now. The weather's a little bit wild here right now. It hasn't no, been as hot as it's... Out uh, no, it's gorgeous, and I don't want to jinx it, but it hasn't been as hot as it was last summer. Global warming who? I'm just kidding. Well, I hosted a pool party this weekend. Sorry, you were out of town. Mm-hmm. And how was that? Lovely. Just a small curated group of friends. All right, let's take a break. Let's take we- a break. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would 
do more hobbies. I would like pick up more, more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back. I got a countertop ice maker. And how is it going for you? Mine started making a high-pitched squealing noise, so it's been off now. I need to go get it fixed. I It was an impulse purchase. I'll tell you that. Definitely mm -hmm. an impulse purchase. I don't host enough, but when Donnell was in town, it was amazing because he loves ice. Mm -hmm. And we were ice rich, honey. We put ice in everything. Ice on top of everything. We just were doing ice. And now I have an ice bucket in my freezer that's just full of ice. And the cool thing is the ice keeps when it's in the freezer. So I don't foresee I'll have to turn that thing on for another three, four days. Wow. That's incredible. But it only. <laughs> I love ice. It only makes the little. <laughs> They're like little cups. You know oh, I ones? don't like that one. Because those, um, aren't, those aren't easily chewable. Yeah, but I'm not a chewable and the pebbles melt too fast for me. Mm. Well, that's why you got to get one of these cups. It's like insulated. Uh huh. I can have ice water that stays cold all night. I wake up in the morning, got ice in my water. Yeah. Well, I definitely am happy that it exists in my house. And it's fun to watch the ice drop. It's, it's like <laughs> taking six little doodles. You know what's funny is that I went. I remember being at a house party ah! was the first time I saw the um, an ice machine, uh, like a countertop ice machine, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we got this because we we throw a lot of parties." Blah 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 blah. It everyone starts coming over. Like we had been preparing for the party for like hours that day, and they never at any point turned the ice machine on, like. In the prep to like put it in buckets to put in the freezer to like have extra ice. Yeah. And this is a party in Austin, Texas. So it's fucking hot. And so we were just, anytime you heard the ice machine drop ice, people would flock to it to like grab Ugh. the ice to put it in the thing. And I finally was like, can we just order some ice to the house? Like, can we go puff ice here? Go puff ice, honey. Well, no, that's the thing. The whole point of it is like it's not for in the moment. It's for no, preparing. It's for, for, yes, exactly. And it's then store the ice in your freezer. Yeah, and that's not what happened that day. They were like, "Gotta have that fresh so, ice." You're yeah, like, so that's... we were drinking, and of course, it was awesome. So it was just Tito's vodka everywhere, and so it was just like warm Tito's and warm juice. Sounds for like a dream come true. A house for of you. fifty people were there, I think. Welcome to New York. Have you ever been to the? I'm so fixated on New York right now. Me Have too. You... It's because I'm. We're gonna be there twice, or I'm there twice this month. Yeah, and I'm there for a long time. Uh, have you ever been to the top of the Empire State Building? Yes, top of the Rock. No, that's top of Thirty Rock. I have been to the top of the Empire State Building once. I went with an ex-boyfriend of mine. It was beautiful views, beautiful gals. Have you ever been to the top of the Statue of Liberty? 
No, but when I first moved to New York, oh I went there with my dad. We took the ferry to Ellis Island. Don't call me a ferry. And then we walked around, and it started pouring down rain, and I was in a pair of white linen pants. Oh, so and you a got white T-shirt, and I was just completely sheer. Like you could just see through my outfit, and I was super uncomfortable about it. My dad was like, "Dude, just don't worry about it." And I was like, "Dad, you don't look naked, and I do." <laughs> <laughs> Those kind of things can be so traumatizing as a young person. Mm-hmm. It changed me. I just I felt weird about it. Did you ever feel weird when you were a chubby kid and you would have to go to, like, outdoor um, water parks? Is that a thing that happened in Chicago? I went a few times. I didn't do – it wasn't like a uh, – uh, when I was growing up in Chicago, there was a there was a water park nearby, um, and the theme was Deep River, Deep River Water Park. It's simply splash-tastic. That's burned into my brain. It's, but uh, We had Schlitterbahn. What? <laughs> <laughs> It was in like I think it's in San Marcos, Texas, and I believe it is German themed, a German themed yeah, water park. That would make sense with a name <laughs> like that. And uh yeah, everything like I think that there's like beer steins and everything. It's weird. I never went to these water parks, but yeah, I mean, are you kidding? Being a chubby kid, pool parties, running through sprinklers, anything like that. I was never one for a t-shirt in the pool. Oh, no. Could never be me. Because I... <laughs> well, don't alienate people. I just don't... Not like it's an embarrassing thing to do. I don't need the weight. I don't like the feeling of, like, the wet on my skin. Yeah. And then, like, when you're trying to swim, it feels like it's going at a different speed than you. Yeah, I definitely felt like, oh, this will draw more attention to mm-hmm. the fact that I am fat. But I also, actually my mom had to tell me before she was like quit crossing your arms to cover your body cuz it's just lifting your boobies up. Like it's just making them look bigger. Golly. She also really one time before we went to a water park she made me go get my whole back waxed. And then I got like a wild infection because I had basically like open wounds on my back in a water park. At what age? I want to say I was like 17 or 18. She was like, no one wants to see that. She thought it would make me feel more comfortable. She let me keep the chest hair. But my bag had to go. And it, I got like little dots and then they'd all got like because the water at water parks is disgusting yeah thinking about it now like here's things i'm not gonna do anymore no more roller coasters i'm too old i want when i was in minneapolis we saw the roller coasters at the mall of america i was like tempted to go on them no well those yes but i'm not i'm talking that those are like for little kids and there's not like a lot of but maybe shaking it upside down and spinning full yoga session before getting on the roller coaster, because it'll knock it'll knock you out of place. It'll knock shit, and loose. then you'll have to go to the chiropractor. You know what I mean? And you know those are just fake scientists. Now hold on a minute. What? No, I was just you were saying they're fake, and I was kind of defending them. And then I thought you were going to tell me that they're going to do an adjustment. I'll get a stroke, and then never be able to walk again. That is something that I did read is that you can, they can do some real bad shit to you because they're just popping and locking. And as I've said before, everybody is different. Everybody is different. I also, last time I went to a chiropractor, you know, they do that little x-ray in in there to like look at your spine. Sometimes they do. I was like, what is that going to tell you that you like when you're just raw dogging my body with your hands? (laughs) How is that going to help? They're doing one of my favorite words, palpating. They're touching, touching on you. Touch my body. I always like to, I I think about those um, slides that you ride in like the burlap sack. No. Because what about them makes you just go slow and ride the actual groove versus after the first bump, you just fly through the air and then smack your way down the ramp. You know what I've I mean? always just 
bounced. I don't <laughs> like just like flown and then bounce and bounce and bounce. Did you uh, at water parks? Have you ever um, tasted the water? Uh, no, I'm. Just, have you ever done the ones where you yeah. get on like a boogie board or not a boogie board? It's like a almost a surfboard. It's flat and then you surfboard ride down a wave and it's like artificial waves that you like have to like surf on no but i've seen people do that and i'm like that would destroy my body it's actually you just if you have good balance it's not that hard but like yeah because i've done it and like i'm not the most athletic person but it was more of just like understatement of the year i'm just kidding stay stay steady you know i've always been proud of my balance except for you know when i fall on slippery foods at pre no you're very flexible and strangely flexible strangely flexible that's how you bring all the your milkshake brings all the boys to the yard because you can put your legs overhead like like a pretzel pretzel. yeah Surfboard. Surfboard. You want to hear um, a call we got? Yeah. Okay. Oh, am I going to hate it? You might. It's international. If that makes you feel any better. All right, I have to pee really quick and then we'll do it. Okay, do you want to hear a voicemail? Yeah, play it. Okay. Hello, Dipper. Hello, Meatball. I hope you all are doing well. I'm sending you a voice recording via email because I'm not in the U.S. I'm in the U.K. and I don't feel like writing a whole essay out because this is an essay. So basically, I am confused. I am confusation because I've noticed recently. What? You don't want to hear the accent? No, where's the accent? Girl, I don't know. Maybe they're just traveling. Maybe they're like me, expatriate, as they call them. From the Bronx? From the Boogie Down Bronx? Yeah, that's Candy Muse, and she is in the UK. And Lee, when guys message me first on apps like Scruff and Grindr, um, they seem to lose interest or stop messaging me like soon um, when I show interest, I feel. Because they'll, you know, basically ask me how I am, ask me what I'm into. And like, I try not to play too cool or be too desperate because, you know, I am quite desperate, but like, you know, I want to be chase if you're messaging me. Um, but then I basically like answer their questions and I ask them similar questions and then they just stop messaging. Like as if, as if they expected me to make the move or to like coordinate the hookup. Um, and I'm like, you're the one who messaged me first. Like why do I have to take, put all the effort? And sometimes I feel like maybe it's because like I'm a big black guy that they assume that I should be making the moves and being more dominant. I don't know, but I'm just trying to understand why this happens. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Dipper, you can explain the politics of messaging first and what that means in terms of arranging hookups. I would love to know. Well, thank you for listening to me. Goodbye. <laughs> Can I be... Well, are there rules? Bold? Be bold. This is dumb. What's wrong with you? Just, like... The internet is trash. Hookup apps are stupid. People literally... Like, I've said this before. People treat those apps like a game. If someone is serious about hooking up, text each other like be like okay good we're good here's my number move it to text get on a phone call like like meeting someone for real for real off of a hookup app that I feel like it, that never happens anymore no like people I, I know so many people myself included get home after a long day order food get on the couch have no intention of leaving or doing pause anything. how much food are you ordering <laughs> Well, you know me. Sometimes I do the double double so the that double, I have double, breakfast yeah. and lunch and dinner for the next day. Now, how often when you do that double double? Now, how often when you do that double double does it turn into a double single and you end up eating it all in one night? Well, no. Well. The, the other night I ordered what I thought was a single portion, and I was like, "This is too much." And I ate dinner that night. It turned into breakfast the next day, and I still have a full quesadilla um, to have for lunch today. Wild. 
So what you're just you jealous because you drink your you drink your juice, Shelby. Yeah, because I can't order food anymore. Um, I wish I didn't order food. Ugh, I don't want to look at my year end how much money I spent on ordered food. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> That got you. When yeah. I looked at when I looked at how much I spent on like alcohol and on weed last year, I was like, I gotta stop. It's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. I hate doing that. Anyways, what I'm saying is like, girl, it's not about who messaged who first. They're carrying on 15 messages at the same time. Mm-hmm. They don't care about you. If they do care about you, they're going to be like, hey, hey, are you free? What, you know, like, here's my number. Let's link up. Like, it's going to move a lot quicker. And if it's just, it's not going anywhere. I feel like this opens up a larger conversation because I'm seeing a lot of this conversation on Twitter right now of people who are like, hey, you're so rude for not responding. Or like, they expect a response on there. Or people being like, I guess it's the same. They're getting their feelings really hurt because someone's not responding to them. And I just want to be like, this whole thing is fake. But I think a lot of people put so much weight on it because it is like you are being judged strictly on whatever you're putting out there. And usually it's just your appearance or your body. And if no one's responding to your body and you think that you have a great body, it'll send you into a spiral, I guess. Yeah. And also it's like, None of it is real. None of it's real. If you, but I mean, like, even larger scale like that, like, if you get an email from someone, you're not required to respond to it unless it's, like, the government saying, like, we're auditing you or, like, please, you know, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, and then to go back to what we were talking about, the whole email etiquette, oh, sorry for the delay. Bitch, you showed up in my inbox. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So if I wasn't prepared to take you on and you asked me 18 questions and wanted a bunch of responses and I'm to be your mentor. Okay, now I'm getting personal. Uh, Do it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like you need to have a little grace with people. Yeah. Just jerk off. Go to a well, sex club. Well, that's what ends up. That's just what go ends, to a sex just go club. Go to a sex club. Go somewhere where it's, you know it's most oh. likely going to happen. But here's the thing. Also, Bye. if you're on those apps and you've God. been on it for like 35 minutes and you're not hooking anything and nothing's working, maybe jerk off. Because guess what? Are on those, yeah, because you're, gonna you're going to lose a You're going to immediately be ready to do whatever else you had going on that day. Okay, this brings up, you know who we need to have back on the show is Leo Herrera. Oh, yes. Um, Love Leo. And so Leo, I think, is in Berlin maybe right now or just My in Southern baby. Decadence. No, he's at, he's at Burning Man. Well, that's over. I'm just kidding. I know okay. everyone's finally leaving. <laughs> um, But Leo just posted this thing about going to the laboratory, which is that big. Like, Say that amazing, one more time. The laboratory. Okay. You don't like how many syllables I put in there? Laboratory. Now go on. <laughs> Salibison. Uh Did I ever tell you that my sister one time went on a date with a guy and he said subsequently instead of subsequently and she was like, can never see him again? Listen, no, I was thinking about this. People that mispronounce but still use big words, I think they mispronounce them because they learn them from reading them, right? <laughs> yeah, Hermione. Famously, exactly. the character in Harry Potter. So I'm not going to get mad at someone for using a big word correctly and mispronouncing it. Now, if they use it wrong and mispronounce it, I'm like, get out of my house. So uh, Leo posted this thing about going to the sex club in Berlin. And basically, the doors are only open for two hours. But the sex club is open all night long. And he said... What this does is this eliminates the Prince Charming effect at a sex club, which I know very well, which is you get ready to go to a sex club. You show up and you're like, wow, there's a bunch of cars here. Oh, I get in. Oh, it looks busy. And you start looking around and you're like, I'm I'm only kind of into like two of the 50 guys here. Mm -hmm. So then you wait. And you're like, oh, it's 11. Okay, so maybe the like late night crowd. Okay, it's 1, so people are going to start leaving the bar. You end up spending six hours waiting for the one that you think is going to show up 
that you think is the hottest. The whole point of going to a space like that, obviously you want to be hooking up with someone you find attractive, but yeah. the whole point of going to a space like that is to be like not on the apps, not looking around for the next best thing, to be like, well, there's 10 of us in the room. Maybe, maybe on this night, the 10 in the room, you're just going to vibe off the sexual energy because you don't want to like kiss on any of them mm. so it's gonna be like oh we're all jerking off or like maybe the 10 in the room it's like this is the hottest 10 guys i've ever seen and we're all just gonna ask the mouth on each other it's like you don't know but if you spend the whole time thinking who else is gonna show up or can i get on my phone and try to lure you know someone over here because i'm already here people do that all the time they carry their phones around in the sex club and like they're like on grinder and you're like there's dick right here. Yeah, it's all right. The buffet is here, baby. So I'll be waiting for the crab legs to show up. And I think the way he talked about it, he's got an amazing newsletter. You guys should all check out Leo Herrera on the internet. Um, let me Gay Jesus? You. Well, I don't think he goes by that anymore. Gay Brown Jesus used to be his thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just Leo Herrera. I'm sorry. It's just Herrera Images is his Instagram. Um, but he, he was literally just talking about it and it's leoherrera.substack.com, honey. Oh, and then he has Herrera show. Okay. Oh, the Herrera show is what used to be gay Brown Jesus. And when he narrates funny things, um, about like, uh, Mike Pence grabbing that gear shift. Did you see that? Oh yeah. You need um, help with but- this? Just to That's round what he out said. the he point. He grabbed it like a dick and said, you need me to help with this? He said, you need me to uh, work this for you? Oh, you need me to work? That's some fag shit. And then he just slid. His uh, jeans opened up at the crotch, right at the seam. Mm-hmm. And he slid down and he just rode that stick shift. And yeah. all the boy butter dripped out of his asshole. Too much? Now... Are there people really walking around with butt plugs in just on the daily, just yes. walking around? Yes. Pool balls, wow. butt plugs, get into it. It feels like, wouldn't you be terrified that it's going to fall out? They're professionals. I don't, I don't know. Or like, what if you got a fart? You got to get that noxious gas out of you. It could cause a heart palpitation if you hold it too long. Well, my assumption is if you're you may clean out before the butt plug and so the insides aren't working as much. Because, mm. right, if you're, like, squeaky clean, they're probably er- the fart. Uh, even after I noxious. super... D- I could do a full super douche. A super douche? Not, not, a, not a Trixie 15-minute douche. A full super douche. And uh, still feel gassy in like after, like, an hour or two. I don't. I don't know how to... You don't know what to do about that. Yeah. Anyways, the end of the the thing, the uh, scenario is the the Prince Charming theory. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get it. Yes. You're sitting around waiting for Prince Charming. And so don't do that. Mama, sometimes you got to suck all seven dwarves. You know, Prince Charming isn't going to be there. And that's that on that, Tina. Uh, Do you want to hear another voicemail or should I read you an email? What do you think is more interesting? Neither. It's, it's up to you. <laughs> Why'd you say half a neither? Dozen? Why'd you say neither? Two pennies and a nickel. Six dozen, half a dozen of the other. Six. Two six. pennies and a nickel? Oh, because it's a... T- <laughs> it's a seven? What do you mean? I just said words. Go. Go. Hey, Fox. I have a funny story that happened to me this past weekend. We went to my friend her beach house for Labor Day weekend. It was really fun. It was a cute time. But before we went to the beach, we stayed at her house for a night, and we were looking through the fridge for something to eat, and she pulls out something from a pharmacy, and she goes, what is this? And I look on the on the package, on the label, it says, Trimix. So my friend keeps digging further. Obviously, I'm a friend of the pod. I know what Trimix is. And I didn't really, like, say anything, but my friend unboxed the whole package and found her dad's penis injection shots. So it was a really, we had a good laugh about it, but as a, you know, 
I just thought you guys might appreciate that story. And he's pretty, he's like straight, so straight people are using it too. Anyway, goodbye. Oh, yeah. It's used for erectile dysfunction. I thought it was like one of those things where porn stars just kind of discovered it and started using it for something it wasn't meant for. But here it is when you look it up. It says, what are Trimex ingestions for erectile dysfunction? So not only did she find her dad's Trimex, she also now knows that he has ED. Do with that information. And then he he fucks fucks down. You know what I mean? I heard, speaking of gay people discovering a thing and a use for it, I heard that back in the day, early HIV drugs, people would take some of them and like like mix it with tequila and it would be like a party drug. Oh, okay. And so people who were like, you know, like, got an HIV diagnosis immediately were put on this like new drug they were like able to sell the pills for like a hundred bucks a pop because people wanted to like party off these pills I mean everyone loves a pill did you ever do pills I've never I'm so I'm the most um straight edged sober person like I'm not coming back from uh, like a rock bottom with needles in my arm. It was like I got too high a little bit, and then I got sober. Mm, 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 I've mm, never done mm, mushrooms. Mm, I've never done cocaine. I've mm, never done pills. I'm mm. like, I'm you just, know what's interesting is I don't think I ever had a rock bottom. Wait, let me. Think. Well, you're not sober. Well, no, I know <laughs> that's part of the problem. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I've like. I guess when I broke my hip and I was like kind of half addicted to pain medicine, but I was also needing it for the pain. But I got, I would get bored and take extra ones just to go to sleep. Thoughts? Yeah, people do that all the time. Have you ever been to Connecticut and met a rich person? Your daddy fucks. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that it's. It's kind of a wild discovery, but also it's like, okay, he sticks a needle in his dick to get hard so he can fuck your mom or his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, a side piece. Well, they could be divorced. That's true, that's true, that's true. All right, let's let's take a break. <laughs> And we're back. All right. I'm, uh, let me, let me, let me, did uh, you see? Uh, did uh, you see the first images me. of Willem in Titanic have been released? No. And by that I mean someone in the front row is just taking pictures of Willem in Titanic. And listen, I love it. That she looks amazing. She's out of drag and she's yeah. sensible shoe. Let me find it for you. Are they on Willem's tag photos? No, it was on Twitter. Hold on. Well. She cut her hair. It's no, she didn't. It's in a it's in a ponytail. Oh well, no, her hair's cut. What? What'd she do with it? It's being turned into a wig for me. No, I was gonna buy that hair. A person who has cancer. Oh right. And go wig or go home is making the wig. <gasps> go wig or go home is one of the best. Actually, the best. I, you know, I have when he first started making wigs, I. Oh my god! You're I he You're would make to Willem, aren't you? Nope. Now he made me some of like the first custom lace fronts that I have, and now they're like four million dollars to get. Oh now. right, I remember that because it was just like it was like. You he were was like, like oh, learning. Person. Yeah, yeah, he was exactly. like learning how to do it, and so then I, me, and Tony Soto, like, kind of lucked out that we were friends with him, and he was like, "Let me practice on y'all. Ooh. Let me practice on your interesting hairlines." Ooh. And then he got so good. Yeah, because you used to always wear custom hairlines. Huh? I did, but um, it's hard to. They were plastic. It's yeah. like plastic wigs, and after like six or seven 
restyles, you can you can only cut off so much before they all become like shoulder length or like bobs. Right. Because with the plastic, it gets tangly and chopped up. And so now I kind of have a new system where it's just any time a wig starts to go bad, I throw it away. Yeah. Is there a place you can donate those to? Um, I did. I do sell a bunch of them. But sometimes like some of the rattier styles where it's like the um, the hair is like teased up too much. Yeah. There's like no rescuing it. So you could like give it to someone to restyle or crimp up or like change a little bit. But eventually, it they just become super knotted, and Got there's it. nothing you can do. Well, if there's nothing you can do, then there's nothing you can do. Here's a message from Alan. Alan! I don't, I don't live in the U.S., so I wasn't sure if I could leave a voicemail, but here it is. Guess what? You sure can. It's an internet phone number. I moved to Europe in my early 20s, and as I was away from home for the first time, I became a slut, as one Slay, does. I started bitch. to diversify my Rolodex of sexual encounters, and I started talking with this beautiful Middle Eastern muscle bear for a bit. He okay. was always inviting me to some gatherings at his place, which were basically sex parties in his apartment, and because I knew they were doing meth, I never really joined. Years go by, and he randomly sends me a message on Instagram and asked me if I wanted to come over one-on-one because he wanted to eat my ass. Faggot. I get there. He's doing the deed and one thing led to another and now I'm reverse cowgirl on that dick and he starts saying, you like daddy's dick? You like daddy's dick? Tell daddy how much your hole likes his cock. He's like, two years older than me but at that time i was a skinny little twink and people always assumed that i was 18 when i was fully 25 i have daddy issues so i was like hell yeah daddy he keeps fucking me and i'm enjoying the ride i'm getting closer so i announce it and he grabs me close and in my ear he asks how old are you (sighs) okay random but i said 25 and he screams no All this while he keeps fucking me. And I'm enjoying myself, but also thinking, did I do something wrong? And he asks again, still holding me close, with his arms around my neck, how old are you? And at this point, I'm a bit confused because I just said it. So I didn't respond. And he says, literally, word for word, seconds away from me coming, are you not daddy's little boy? My favorite five-year-old boy? No! I finished, went to the bathroom to clean myself up, and just sat on the toilet for a few minutes thinking, what the fuck did just happen? He recently hit me up on my DMs again years later, but I didn't reply. Thoughts? That's horrifying and disgusting. I thought you were going to be like, I thought, mine. if someone were to ask me that, I'd be like, oh, I'm 18. <laughs> Not five. I just turned legal. I barely legal. Not who's my five-year-old boy. I'd leave. I would have left. I would have gotten off and be like, ew, gross. You mean gotten off the dick. Yeah. Gotten off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I would have hopped off of his dick. It would <laughs> And then I would have left. Not that sound. Yeah. This, I'm of two minds here. Oh, no. Because it's fantasy. Because... As long as you're fucking a 25-year-old and not actually going out in the world and being a pedophile. I mean, that is a controversial-ass thing to say. Mm-hmm. And my opinion on it is probably very controversial. But I do think I'm like, as long as you're not actually, you know, but then it just immediately no, makes me No, I go, mean, think about it because then there's the, the adult the, baby diaper. Mm-hmm. And, and then those it's like, people dress up like little babies and want to act like little babies and be called little babies. And but then I think it's sexual. And it's sexual. And I mean, that's their judge. That's what they're into. I've never thought about this like this. And so it's like, it better it's the fantasy, better it's the thing. But then it immediately makes me think like, what's don't what's do on a porno computer? search yeah. on the computer. Don't you dare look at his computer. Like. 
if you have your fantasy under control and you're doing it with consenting adults, then of course it is a hundred percent fine and legal. And that's like what being sex positive is as we both scrunch up our faces. And yeah. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. <laughs> but it makes me nerveless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Girl, run. Run. You were smart to not respond. You were smart to not respond. Yeah. And, you know, if something like that makes you uncomfortable, you don't ever have to go back. And it's always the, like, I want to punch you in the fucking face. You're so fucking hot kind of guys who Mm -hmm. say the weirdest, grossest shit. Because no one's ever checked them. Check before you wreck. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hoops a duply. <laughs> Dooping smoothly. What is this? <laughs> Hi, you filthy godless whores. I love you too. You, I, the podcast is hysterical. It's one of my favorite shows that I have to listen to immediately. Not today. Got through some tough times, so thank you. Quick question for you. <laughs> I've lost around 300 pounds. Um, I had confidence at one point when I first did did it and everything, but I got into a really bad relationship that did a number on me emotionally, mentally, and all that jazz. And I'm trying to get back into the swing of things and get back out there. I don't care about the ages. Well, you know, obviously, if they're legal and they can drink, then that's fun and dandy. I'm in my 40s. Can you give me some recommendations on how I can be like, it doesn't fucking matter what I look like. It doesn't matter that, you know, my body is not in pristine condition. Just to be able to get the confidence to get back out there. Yeah, I see a shrink and I take pills and all that jazz. But <laughs> if you give me another, or just give me in general a kick in the pants, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thanks, bye. What do you think? How do you get out there, Meatball? I don't know. I mean, as someone who previously had an eating disorder that is now under control, I I kind of... The binge doll. <laughs> she, mama, she had a problem. Um, I, 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 I understand where you're coming from with, like, not liking your body, but... I, I, what is your advice? I mean, my only advice is, like, you just have to learn to stop caring. Like, you have to learn to love your body the way it is and not be uh, offended if someone isn't into your body and, like, not take it as, like, a a point of shame. Because, like, just because a few people don't like it doesn't mean that there's not people out there that do really like it. You just have to find those people. Yeah, we've actually been having this conversation a bit. I don't think these episodes are out yet with some of our guests, but I feel like there's been a recurring conversation around catfishing on hookup apps. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, what's the point of that? Because then when you meet up with someone, then they're going to be like, oh, you lied to me. And people are like, well, I'm not happy with my body, so I'm using other people's pictures. And then what? You're just going to try to get Your body is your body. It looks how it looks. Yes, you can change it. Like you, caller, you lost 300 pounds. That's, That's incredible. Insane. That's so much weight to lose. But then you're now you're going, oh, this is a new this is a new body. Like I knew my other body. Now I have to get to know this body and finding the confidence in the new body is different. One thing that I always do, like when I'm out on stage and everything like that, is I will feel more self-conscious in the mirror wearing my stage outfit looking at every little bit of my body than mm-hmm. I will in front of 400 people or 10,000 people. When did that happen? Well, you know, I'm an international recording star and so sometimes I... Sorry, music recording. Art, music, music artist. You're an inter... Are you an international recording artist? Yeah, I've traveled internationally and my music can be played globally. I got people watching my shit in Madagascar, so get into it. Like the movie with the animated animals? <laughs> they use one of your songs? Yeah, I'm uh I, I'm interested. Was it in the forest among the little baby animals? Yeah. Now what were you saying? Um, I'm just saying it's fake it till you make it. Like I feel more yeah. confident going out on the stage in the skin tight whatever, and people are going, Yes, than in in the um uh, hotel room where I go, well, 
I've crossed over. I've got the apron. I've got the apron belly. You know, remember when the belly used to just curve in and then be done? Now mine has the apron. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You can put a pencil up there and no one would know. It just sits. You can start sneaking alcohol into. Oh, you don't drink. You can start sneaking stuff into concerts. Pizza. Yeah, I think it's very much. More food. I think it's very much. You gotta. Yeah, it's just you gotta learn to love your body. Or what sometimes helps me is like focusing on something that I do like about my body and like figuring out how to feature that to get more attention. Like if sometimes I gotta get these peppy nippies out to the people. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, oh, I do feel really pretty, or not pretty, but I feel like sexy today. So I want to show I'm off more of my legs. Sexy. And also, like, don't catfish and don't, if you're using apps or if you're going out, like, show people who you really are. Show them just a good picture, a good current picture of where you're at. And then they won't be shocked when you arrive. Don't show them like a f- overly filtered MySpace upward angle just of your face. Like, you gotta just love yourself. And how do you do that? Therapy and delusion and pills. You've got pills. it all going. We love you. We love and support you. Yeah, it's hard, but you'll do it. You'll figure it out. Now, I do have a no, voice. Also- yeah. What? No, no you, do you. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You seemed like you were ready. Well, there's also, like, I don't know where you are at right now, but there's, like, an app or a dating site or something for everybody. There's, like, a different version of everything. And I know that we talk about the apps being, like, a horrible, horrible place. But sometimes just meeting up and fucking with people is enough to start upping your self-esteem. But also, don't make your whole self-worth about other people. God, it must be hard to be a human. I... Uh, yesterday was a really hard day to be a human for me. What happened? I was just everywhere I looked was like a problem I had to solve or some to-do list I had to handle. Like it really just felt like, oh, baby, why don't I go live on a farm and not talk to people ever again? And I know that in my heart of hearts, that's not where I want to be. That's why I have been led to Los Angeles. That's why I surround myself with so many people. That's why I work in such a social environment. That's why I'm constantly asking people to make TikTok videos with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it did feel in that moment, I was just like, man, this should all be done. And I should just have like a chill thing where I like listen to the birds chirp and then like go get the water from the well. Haven't had a chill day in like four years. What do you mean? Who? Me or you. You've had a couple. Don't leave the couch or to the IV into the house. That was? Okay, why not? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, this last voicemail, I think you're going to have notes on the storytelling. But I do think there are enough interesting points here for us to discuss. But I would like you to give notes on the storytelling. I'm going to kill myself. So you can hear the birds chirp. Hey, Jeffrey. Hey, Meatball. Um, I just wanted to call in with this story about my first time at a bathhouse. So this was probably... <laughs> you have notes already. We're 12 seconds in. Yeah, no, I mean... A little it's slow? A little slow, and why preface... I'm. Hey, guys. I'm going to call in and tell you a story about my first time at a bathhouse. <laughs> like, just tell the story. Tell the story. Ten years ago... Maybe less than that. Somewhere within the past 10 years. <laughs> and it was during Pride. It was my very first Pride. And it was in a big city. I won't say where. Uh, but it, I went and some friends I was hanging out with, it got toward the end of the night and they were like, let's go to the bathhouse. They're having like a party that's not for, you know, you don't have to have the a key to the bath. It was like an open public Pride party. All right, so we're 42 seconds in. Do you know what's happening yet? Him and his friends are going to go to a bathhouse. And after so we went, and a cover charge you got in, and they put a sticker over the camera on my phone. I was like, this is new. Went in, got very drunk. I mean, I was already pretty drunk when we got there. Very <laughs> drunk. Eventually lost my friends. Ended up on the dance floor, and I was dancing, and I 
was like dancing in the sky and I looked down and his dick was out and I was like, okay. So I grabbed his dick. He eventually leads me over to the side of the dance floor to this like little booth area and he Are you alive? Yeah, just listening. Gives me some poppers. First time I'd ever done poppers. And I was like, okay, more new experiences. I'm into this. So I started sucking his dick. And he was like, do you want to come upstairs with me? And I was like, okay. So he goes, goes upstairs. I go to go upstairs. And the guy, like, at the stairwell was like, do you have a key? And I was like, oh, what? And he said, a key. Oh, you need a locker key to go upstairs. And I said, oh, no, I don't have that. And he goes, and you can't go upstairs. And the guy that I was sucking looked at me and was like, sorry, bye. I know where this was. <gasps> I know where this was. Chicago. Pittsburgh. Okay. What's the club? Club Pittsburgh or something. It's the only bathhouse that I know that has a dance club downstairs. Like, you can be in the bathhouse and then you can just like go down into the club in your towel. Oh, and then you can go nice. upstairs if you have the key. Oh, I bet it was in Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, okay. Also, well, did you know he that said it was a big city. What? I mean, Pittsburgh's bigger than Akron or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, his response to everything is okay. Okay. What like, is your response to that? The guy had his dick out. And I was oh, like, I go okay. okay. I go. That's crazy. <laughs> that's what I say. That's insane. The guy was like, "Here, do these poppers." I was like. Okay. okay. The guy said, do you Listen. want to come up to my room? I said, okay. Okay. The guy Security said, do you have a key? Said, I didn't. He okay. said, you can't come in. Okay. Okay. So then I wandered back to the dance floor bar area, looked for my friends, couldn't find them, walked to the front, walked to the back, saw many things happening. Twinks on the dance floor and jock chest fucking. Guys in the sling getting fucked in the front. Eventually, I was just like, I don't know where my friends are. I left. Okay. This was like three in the morning. Had to walk back to my friend's house which was very far. Uh, and I saw a furry sitting on the curb with his head off smoking a cigarette. So it was, it was a lot of new experiences for me. That's all, I guess. Goodbye! Ooh, I'm a theater guy. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sex call. <laughs> I love the image uh, of like a furry smoking a cigarette with his head next to him on the curb. Yeah, just like just done. Three in the morning. <sighs> a a cheesesteak in one hand, a cigarette yeah. in the other hand. Just like, man, I saw some shit tonight. Right. It's like, call me Sparky. He's a dog. Because he's a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, boring. like, so you didn't have a key? <laughs> ah! Why don't they have guest passes at the bathhouse? Yeah, why can't you? Or, yeah, or maybe, I mean, how much is a key? You've been I, there. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. I think it was one of those things that was like, it's a dual purpose and you have to participate in both. Otherwise you can't. You yeah. Know. You can't go. Up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Babe. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of sloppy seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at sloppy pod. You can send us an email at sloppy seconds, at gmail.com or call them with your own fuck dog story. About not having a key to 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot.gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And you should subscribe to Mom Plus GERD. That's right. If you have GERD and you want to get some uh, uh, more GERD, sign up for Mom Plus GERD. GERD. Uh, mompodcast.plus uh, you get our shows ad free a day early you get our video episodes completely uncensored uh, and in full and you get our monthly episode of sloppy seconds our September episode or I'm sorry monthly bonus episode of sloppier seconds and our September episode of sloppier seconds comes out uh, next week it's going to be a retrospective yeah baby we're taking a look back 
to see what caused our futures. <laughs> what? That's right. Did I say that right? You know what's crazy is like, I'm not high. I'm not drunk. My brain just isn't working. Same. Goodbye. Goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.